0: All right. Hi everyone. Thank you for joining today on the Picky Podcast. I'm super excited to be here with my cousin Quinn. She is going to do a quick little introduction before we get into the questions today. So Quinn, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners today. Hello,
1: and I'm so honored to be a part of Rihanna's Pick You podcast. My name is Quinvia Gomez, or as most know me as Shimmer. Um, I am a trans Latina woman, and the pronouns that I use are she, her, women, girl, lady pronouns. And I am a radio media hostess. Uh, I am an event organizer, creator, visionary, and anything all pop culture. And so um, I was born and raised right here in uh, the Twin Cities. And I just love everything about pop culture, fashion, glamour, and so much more. And I'm just so blessed to be here.
0: Well, thank you for that introduction. Yes. If you look at Quinn's socials, she will, or I will have them listed below. You can tell how much the you love glitter girl. Like you are such a spark. You are you are my cousin for sure because I'm such a glittery, sparkly, girly girl. So you we are related for sure. <laughs> but um so I heard, well, and I already knew already. Um I want you to kind of talk a little bit more about your radio because how did you get started in that? I think that's really cool, that at least we can connect on that level, um, as far as us kind of both being you know, on some sort of talk show or another. So kind of give us a little bit more information about what you do as far as like a radio hostess goes.
1: Yeah. So I've always loved music. I've loved music since I was a child. Literally, I would grow up and I would watch music videos on MTV, uh, VH1, the, um, the Box, and I was so excited just to see the colors and just the fashion and just the way that music videos were like portrayed on TV and I remember listening to music and I I remember when I was younger I always wanted to be involved in music in some way shape or form and I was like I want to be in radio and I remember watching a television show and I saw people that were like sitting in a studio and playing music and I said that's what I want to do and I had dreamed about it for such a long time and through my childhood um, I experienced a lot of bullying uh, a lot of hardships with with that and Mm -hmm. so music was a savior for me music was a part of my life that I could go and just do anything I could escape in my room um And so, as I got older and in school, I was really still in this process in my mind of, like, I still want to go to school for radio. Mm -hmm. And I ended up going to Brown College in Mendona Heights, Minnesota. And I went for about a year and five months and got my associate's degree in um, mass communications and broadcasting. And I remember going in the studio and I was hungry for the radio. I was hungry (laughs) to be on the air. I was like, I just want to play Selena. I want (laughs) to play Spice Girls. As you should. Um, Yes. And I wanted to do it all. And I remember just after I graduated, I was making air check tapes and audition tapes, and I was sending them out to like the major markets like L.A., Chicago, Orlando, Seattle, and I was just so motivated, and I wasn't really getting anywhere in the major markets, and I had an educator from my school tell me, well, you have to start small, and you're not good enough to be on major market and I was like wow and it was really defeating for me because I was like uh as an educator who's in this profession to help me obtain a job in radio I couldn't believe that I was hearing those words right so I gave up for quite a while like I gave up and I was like well I guess I'm never gonna do radio and about five years ago I um, got involved in a lot of like like activism work in the LGBTQIA two-spirit community. And my best friend, Nomi Bad Boy, she was like, Shimmer, you need to be in radio. This is your dream. This is what you need to do. And she was like, you should do LGBTQIA two-spirit radio. And I was like, hmm, that's fun. But I was kind of like, why does it have to be specifically LGBTQIA two-plus radio? And she was like, well, you have a voice for it and you identify in that community. And so lo and behold, I ended up going to a support group and I met this really awesome person. Um, my mentor and friend, Rox Anderson, who uses they, them, them, they, them, their pronouns. And Rox and their um, partner and their wife, Anna mm-hmm. Meyer, had a coffee shop over South Minneapolis called Cafe Southside. And it, I went to the support group and it was for trans, identifying feminine um, individuals, and I went to the group and was really just meeting everyone that I identified in my community, and after group, Rox was like, hey, Shimmer, nice to meet you, so I hear you want to do radio, and I said, yeah, and Rox was like, so I have a radio gig on KFAI radio why don't you come sit with me on the radio and see what you could do? And I was like, oh my God, I couldn't believe it. And so I remember going to their radio show and on KFAI and I sat in and I was super early. I took notes. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. And (laughs) I never have missed one show since. And from that moment on, when I sat in with rocks and I took some notes and I got to interview some really influential local Twin Cities artists, it's all just been yeah. It, that's how how it happened. And uh, KFai Radio uh, ninety point three FM right here in the Twin Cities. It's a local community based radio station. So you get a radio program from all aspects from all backgrounds you get somali radio there's african rhythms there's caribbean beats there is Hmong fm there's lgbtqa radio so and it's just an it's just a dream to, to be on the radio and to be at KFBI and to do what I love. And also, I have my own morning show now on KFBI wow. every Thursday morning. Yeah, from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. is called Daybreak with Shimmer. So that's how I got my start in radio.
0: That's super cool. And that's super impressive and honestly, props to you because <laughs> it's really hard to hear something that you're passionate about, especially from an educator. Um For them to say that you're not good enough or you're not going to do it. I feel like for me, people who do that, those are the people that actually push me to, like, go harder at my dream. Like, if they if they tell me I couldn't start a podcast, well, here I am. If I couldn't go to nursing school, well, here I'm doing it. So, for me, like, props to you for being able to take that break because it's not always easy to come back once you've stepped away. So, props to you for that because that's never easy. And then just with your job on the radio, how do you feel like that impacts the community now that you kind of are really becoming that voice for a lot of people who may not have a voice?
1: Yeah, thank you for asking that. I feel it's so inspiring because, you know, when I was growing up and loving music and listening to the radio, I really didn't think a lot about identity. I didn't think a lot about a certain person. And so, as I was questioning and, and learning about my gender and, you know, knowing that I was different than a lot of people and things like that, I was like, I want to do something that's going to be impactful. And so, I did not see or hear trans people or trans voices on the radio maybe there are more now like throughout the country and throughout the world and i think that it's happening more and more but i didn't hear that and i didn't see that and i still think that right here in the twin cities right in this present moment and in this time that we're living in i still don't see or hear any trans voices or trans identities on the radio, except for for myself and a few others on KFI. And so it's so amazing to see that here I am living in my purpose and living in my dream to do radio and media, to be a Latina at that, and to do radio. I have had people in my community Rihanna, who have said, Shimmer, you're such a light. You are so inspiring. I Mm -hmm. listened to your show and thank you for having a voice and thank you for allowing your voice to be shared with us. And thank you for opening those doors because oftentimes we don't get those opportunities. We don't get to sit at the table. We don't get to talk in the microphone. And so to be someone in this community is so amazing. And I think for myself as a trans woman, as a woman of color, as a Latina woman in today's society, let alone, there's already red flags against all three of those communities. We have red flags against the LGBTQI two-spirit community. There are red flags against women you know that we have to work harder we have to show up harder than most men and masculine identified individuals Mm -hmm. and as a woman of color you and I both know that as a woman of color we have to go 10 times harder when there's yes when there's white privilege (laughs) that is very prevalent and apparent in the world um I also am so excited because I get to welcome trans voices and trans bodies onto the radio show. And I get to bring them in and share the mic with me and to play music, to talk, to chat it up, to do whatever. <laughs> and for that, for that is the most powerful thing I think I could do. And it's really important for me to see that happen. And I get to walk away from the studio and knowing that i'm like wow i'm allowing my community to be on the radio with me and it's just a dream to see that happen and then here i see how it uplifts them and how their dreams come true by sitting with me on the radio so that's why i'm so inspired about doing radio in my community
0: yeah that's amazing and i really do like that um you do bring more awareness to i feel like there's not a ton of representation representation of, you know, that trans community. And I think that's really cool that you specifically are trying to make them have a voice and make them be heard just as a collective group. I think that's really amazing because it's something that I feel like, at least for me personal-wise on, like, media, I don't see a lot about, like, as much as I do other things. I feel like that is one thing that I don't really see there being a lot of awareness about or really any, like good information or like education wise because I know some people are very I don't know the correct terminology but not aware of like people's pronouns or just like even how to go about learning about it in a respectful way so even just for you to be able to bring voice and light to that and make it cool and fun and get to kind of kiki it up with everyone (laughs) is super great yes I love that
1: thank you
0: yeah of course and then just with you know, being an ambassador for the trans community, is there something that you would like them to know, especially how you had said, you know, you don't really hear a lot of other voices. Is there something that you want to let them know or a message you have for them?
1: Yeah, i say just show up, you know, continue. You follow your heart, follow your dreams. No matter what happens, doors are going to be against us in anything, whether it's a hardship in our life, whether it's daily life, just continue to show up and when you talk about that dream and when you talk about that goal or that task that you want to do and write it down think about it but keep following it never give up because I did do that but radio was always still in the back of my mind like I told myself I'm like I'm gonna do this one way or the other whether I have to do a podcast or figure something (laughs) out or do something with media I'm gonna do something. So I always tell everyone, follow your heart, follow your dream. Don't let anyone stop you because you're gonna have those haters. You're gonna have those people out there that are going to uh, say those negative, hurtful words that are not so great. And I hate to say this and I'm not trying to throw no shade or no tea on, on, on anybody, but there are those people out there that when you win or you succeed, there's those people that don't want to see you win and they don't want to see you succeed. And so I say, you know what, let the hateration continue because it's only going to make your, your passion and your dream more apparent and it's going to happen. And I feel like through all of that, it will happen. So I just tell everyone work hard, stay blessed and, Continue to follow your heart, but you also have to put in the work because it's not easy. I tell everyone that you can have a dream and you can talk about your vision and and what you what you idolize about that dream and that goal, but you also have to be that person that has to show up and you have to put the work in because if you don't, it's not going to happen. And you can have those people that will support you and the people that are going to be in your little corner in, in in your little circle, which is super important. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, you're the one that has to make your dream happen and make it make it a reality. So just show up, work hard and follow your heart.
0: Ugh, I love that. Ugh, I got goosebumps, girl. Look at <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and I especially liked um, the part where you were stating really about you're, you're really surprised at when you start doing well for yourself, the amount of people you lose, whether it's, like, friendship-wise or the people who are, like, always kind of, you know, in your face, like, yeah, I'll support you. Yeah, I'll share your stuff. like. And then when you do start to, like, find your footing and find your place, like, it's really crazy for me to see, like, the amount of people who really do... <laughs> support you so like you said no shade no tea but everybody just has to keep it pushing and kind of work in silence a little bit like you can't let everybody know all the good stuff that's happening because a lot of people will like your stuff or you know pretend to be cool with you but when you're winning a lot of people want to see you not win at all. (laughs) Hello
1: you spoke the magical sparkly words. I feel like I've learned so much in the last couple of years, especially around when the pandemic happened. I used to be on social media and I would just share every single thing about, like, what I was doing, about where I was. And, you know, and again, I'm not not trying to be like this, this like person that's trying to be on here and saying like like a Debbie Downer or trying to say don't do it but just you know step back a little bit pump the brakes on that because you don't need to share your personal life with everybody and you don't need to share exactly what you just spoke about share your goals and your dreams with everyone because people as much as they say that they support you and they're they want to be there for you about about I'd say maybe about okay about about maybe 50 50 right maybe about 50 (laughs) percent of them truly will say that to you but they really won't and so they will follow you and they'll see what you're working on and the next thing you know the idea that you've envisioned for about 10 years or five years or two years or whatever it may be it will then happen from that person so I just say always Keep your eyes open, you know, look at everything around you, but keep those things to yourself. I mean, absolutely. Like, I feel like when you're doing a podcast or if you're going to, um, if you're graduating or something that's really super powerful in your life, yes, share those things. Those are beautiful moments to share. But I feel like sometimes you've got to just step back and you just got to keep a lot of things that you're working on to yourself because- you know, everybody's going to want to have their hands mm-hmm. in the pot. They're going to want to stir it. And then um, at the when the end result comes out of the oven, <laughs> they're not there for you, right? Right. So, yes.
0: <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it is crazy. But all blessings, all love. I don't know how many Latinas or Hispanic people we have tuned in, but wear your Ojo bracelets, everyone, because you don't know ever. Hello, hello. <laughs> Always on. <laughs> But with that being said, I do kind of want to jump in to music because I know you have a fire playlist, girl. So uh, do you want to tell the listener your top three artists and kind of why those artists are your top three and how they relate to you on a personal level?
1: Yes. My first artist is the queen, the
0: the reina. Ooh, I already know. Mm -hmm. Selena Quintanilla. Oh my gosh, uh.
1: Selena, and you know, I'm wearing this beautiful Selena sweater right now, um, cousin, and obviously like we're both sitting here, and we're like talking to you, and I just feel like is right here with us, and um, Selena is my ultimate everything. She is my idol, she's my day one, you know, growing up, and um, I didn't see a lot of people that looked like us. I, mm-hmm. I I didn't see that. You know, I remember Gloria Estefan, um, Ricky Martin were a few, but mm-hmm. I remember, you know, of course, the blonde hair, the blue eyes, right. you know, the white skin. And I remember the first time I saw Selena on TV, I turned around and I told my dad, I said, Dad, she looks like me. She had long, beautiful black hair. She had the olive skin Mm -hmm. she had the brown eyes and like she came out and just her singing and her dancing and i was like yes and for the first time in my life i felt like i belonged i felt seen and selena has been such an impact not only to the entire world and especially to the hispanic and latino communities but to people all over the world And so I think that's why people love and cherish her. But for me personally, she's really been an artist that I could just connect with, you know, growing up. And like I mentioned earlier, being bullied and and didn't have a lot of friends. And when her album came out, I was so excited to, to spend my allowance (laughs) on the CD and the the cassette. Yes, I had the cassette, (laughs) um, And I was like, "Oh my God!" I remember rushing down to the local record store, and I was like, really, just so excited because I'm like, "Oh, Selena's gonna get this money! She's gonna get this money!" Like, I could, I was so excited, and I just would listen to it like every day. And she's just been a big influence to me personally because. I've always loved her music. I love what she stands for. I love that she is a global icon in Mm -hmm. the Hispanic Latino communities and for uh, Latino women and Latino men all over the world. But um, when she passed away, I think that's really what hit me the most because I was like, wow, like I, I, I've never met her in person, but just like, I knew her through her music and through her videos and through TV. And so it was like when she passed away, it was like mourning the loss of a family member because the time that she shared with everybody, I got to be a part of that life that she shared with all of us. And it really affected me. It really touched me because I'm like oh my god like I can't believe Selena passed away and you know and it was like is there ever going to be more music you know now it's like we're not going to hear anything now mm-hmm. and now here we are in 2023 and Selena is like bigger than ever and just to see like how her legacy her music her memory is and her her pop culture status is living on every day is so inspiring and I just also loved to I just loved everything about her like every time I see a story about her I get excited and um, you know I always tell myself I said I want to get on stage and I want to perform
0: to drink any of you <laughs> uh, you just got <laughs> to I I you could it's like,
1: gonna happen so yes and i just i have such a deep connection to selena and she she is my number one
0: i i feel you on that i feel like selena's everyone's worldwide thea. like (laughs) that's everyone's yeah regardless like like you said i feel like it's crazy to think like how long ago some of her music has come out and it's still like so relevant people still love it they play it they like do different remixes and versions and i love like the drag even has their whole own little like lip sync dedicated to just her like i think that's so Ah. crazy and so cool that you can still live like that her memory just lives on that strong especially like in not even just like the latino and hispanic community but other communities like even, like, other white kids, like, white, white girls, like, they be liking Selena, and, like, they not know right. the songs, okay. like, they can actually sing it pretty good, and I'm, like, wow, like, you must really listen to it, and, like, it. it shocks me when I see other people, like, that are not Hispanic listening to her music and knowing it and, like, being, like, aware of who she is. To me, that always blows my mind.
1: Right, and I'm sitting here, like, okay they're listening to her music and i'm like yep you better support her support the <laughs> Latina, support our community so i agree with you i love it and i'm just uh i just love everything about her so she is my number one um number two would be prince uh prince oh my gosh i have always loved prince again um another global superstar uh just everything Prince stood for you know uh and I feel like so honored to be from the hometown and the city that Prince is from like I'm like oh my god like Prince is from Minnesota he's from Minneapolis and just everything about Prince I adore like I actually have a Prince fashion show I was just gonna bring that up (laughs) like don't you have a
0: fashion show girl like (laughs) (laughs) um but again,
1: I, you know, growing up and I remember the first time seeing Prince on TV and like, you know, going to school and um, how kids were just so mean and just how kids were like, just would pick on me for, for being different and all of this. and I go home and I'm like, wait a minute, I turn on the TV and I see this really bad ass dope-ass singer on TV with, like, the most beautiful hair, these beautiful piercing eyes, that beauty mark on the cheek, and, you know, the ruffles, and everything was purple, and just, you know, the high heels and the corsets and the hoop earrings, and it was, like, and just, like, the black eyeliner, and I was like, wait a minute, I'm like, I'm going to school, and I'm getting (laughs) talked about, but I'm like, this dope ass artist on TV is like, just, and people were just like, wow, like, Prince was, Prince was the artist that really just signified being who you are and loving who you are, and not caring what anyone said, because Prince was beautiful, and gender norms. I think when we talk about breaking barriers about gender identity, uh, a lot of people were like, is Prince feminine? Is Was was Prince masculine? And I think like Prince was like, you know what? This is me and you're going to love me and accept me for who I am. And no matter what, Prince could rock high heel boots and, yes. still st- and still I, take your girlfriend.
0: I could. <laughs> I've never ever seen a man pull off some boots like he could. Like, I wish I looked that good in those boots, to be honest with you. Like, he could. Right? <laughs>
1: um, it just, you know, I loved the fact that I've always said this about Prince. Prince was so, I mean, mega, mega, mega talented and just a genius. And of course, you know, very wealthy. And I feel like when someone gets to that star status level, they like, I'm about to leave my hometown. I'm going to go live in LA where all the celebrities want to be. Mm-hmm. Well, Prince was very shy. Prince was very private. Prince was not all about all of that. That that really is not what Prince was all about. And I feel like Prince could have abandoned, he could have lived anywhere in the world. And I'm sure that he probably owned houses, um, you know, in different cities and, and countries and things like that. But Prince was like, you know what? This is where I'm from. This is my hometown. I grew up here. And Prince never abandoned us. He never left Minnesota. And I feel like that's why Minnesota and the Twin Cities has so much respect and so much love for Prince because Prince came home. Prince would, would still live in Paisley Park, like in the house and right. creating music. And you drive by Paisley Park and literally you can feel Prince's energy there. And so I feel like that's why Prince is so well-respected in Minnesota. I mean, there are fans in other places. Again, no no shade, no tea. <laughs> but Minnesota, Where yeah, the it <laughs> yes. We are diehards. We are the, the we are the purple ones, biggest fans. We are gonna show up. Listen, the twin cities is gonna show up for our own. But I feel like that's why Prince is, is so well respected and so loved because he didn't leave us and he didn't abandon he did not abandon us. And for me personally, I just have this connection with Prince and I'm just so grateful to be uh just such a fan of like the music the memories again and just for like the philanthropy work that Prince stood for Prince was really passionate about children and you know making sure that music was 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 available in schools and Mm -hmm. and really just you know Prince was also about you know his craft and making sure that like his music was going to be pure honest, and true. And that no record label, no music industry agent or person was going to say, you're going to sing this because Prince was like, I ain't doing that. I'm doing what what I created. And so that's why I love Prince. That's why Prince is my number two.
0: Love it. Love it. Love it. And uh, you just pick such amazing people. And I think so far with the two artists that you've talked about, it very much does correlate to like you as a person and like how you are like even from your style to your music to the way you dress just based on the two we've already talked about they definitely are reflected in you so I'm excited (laughs) to know the last one because I'm sure it will just be another little piece of your personality
1: oh my gosh (laughs) my third one is Aaliyah oh
0: my goodness
1: yes Uh, girl Um, Aaliyah, oh my gosh, where do I begin? And it's funny because like all three of them have passed on in, in the afterlife now, but like Aaliyah oh my gosh. So I'm a big, big diehard of R and B and hip hop music mm-hmm. and yes That's and mine. oh my gosh, listen, we both could go on and on about that. <laughs> um Aaliyah was the singer that When I first saw her on television, I remember seeing her. I first saw her on MTV on um, Total Request Live. And I remember this beautiful, amazing soul had this angelic voice. And I was like, okay. I'm like, listen, Shimmer's going to love this one. (laughs) Um, But I love the fact that, like, she was feminine and pure but also she had that amazing masculine sensualness to her as well because she came out and around the time that Aaliyah hit the scene on the music scene you know uh, Aaliyah was the first person to rock you know baggy jeans she was the one that you know wore the sunshades and she had you know the uh, the 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 uh iconic you know um hairband, uh, uh, eggs mm-hmm. on
0: and
1: just the handkerchiefs, and it was amazing, and that really wasn't, like, well-known in the world of pop culture, because, you know, when we talk about femininity and, and, and masculinity, a lot of people were, like, you know, I remember, like, dresses and heels, and Aaliyah wasn't about that, Aaliyah was, Aaliyah had her own style, so, there was a little bit of everything, and it was there was just like a sexiness about that, and I was like, "This is amazing." And then, of course, I remember like, you know, the baggy jeans, the Tommy Hilfiger baggy jeans that she used to rock out
0: mm-hmm.
1: to. Um. Oh my gosh! And then when her first album came out, "Age Ain't Nothing But a Number," I was like, "Okay," <laughs> I'm like, "Listen." So, that was like literally the moment that I fell in love with Aaliyah and then all of a sudden it was like one in a million came out and then she still rocked the sunshades but I felt like you know she amped up you know kind of her style a little bit more it was more kind of like futuristic and it was mm-hmm. a lot of like um baggy jumpsuits and all of that and so I was like okay and Then all of a sudden, when her last album came out, Aaliyah, her self-titled album, it was literally like, wow, Aaliyah was like, you know, she amped it up. It was kind of like, I remember her her first video, We Need a Resolution, you know, her hair was crimped, it was Mm -hmm. long, it was beautiful. She had the snake with her. It was just, oh my gosh. And Aaliyah also, too, was the triple threat. She was the entertainer that had it all. She could sing, she could dance, she could act. There was nothing that Aaliyah could not do. Oh. And so her death really, really hit me hard because I couldn't believe it. Like, I remember, like, my friends were like, Oh my God, Shimmer. Oh my God, listen, you know, you got to turn on the TV. Aaliyah passed away. And I was like, what? And I was like, uh-uh. And I feel, because people used to play a lot of jokes on me, Rihanna. They were like, they were like playing
0: <laughs> mean. jokes me.
1: And I was like, don't say that. And I was like, no, she didn't. And all of a sudden, I turned on, turn on MTV. And then all of a sudden, it was all over MTV. And I was like, okay. But then I was like, sometimes MTV could lie. So then I ended up turning on CNN. And sure enough, it was breaking news. And they said that Leah, at the age of 22, she passed away in a plane crash. And I was so devastated. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I could not believe it. Like, I felt like someone in my family passed away. Like, I cried for, like, a week. And I just could not get over it. I I was like, what, what am I hearing? I'm like, this can't be, this cannot happen because she had, she had just released her last album and then all of a sudden she was doing movies she did Romeo Must Die she was in Queen of the Damned mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she had just won a uh, uh, an MTV movie award and so she was up also for the role of the remake of Sparkle that Jordan Sparks was in mm-hmm. and so there was a lot of things that Aaliyah had um, in store for us and it was just I couldn't believe it. Like my heart was broken into a thousand pieces and I just cried and I remember listening to her album over and over and over again and I was like I had asked God, I was like, Why? Why Aaliyah? She was so beautiful and so talented and so young and just to like hear what happened to her it was like so devastating and I and I often think about her like like you know, we're coming up literally another week will be, uh, um, you know, I think it'll be almost like 12, like almost, I think 12 or almost close. I think maybe 15, 20 years since she's been gone now. And it's just like, it's really hard sometimes to listen to her music or even Prince's or even Selena's music, because I often cry when I hear their voices because like, they're not here in the physical form anymore, but like, I'm grateful that I still get to listen to their music and, and to what they put out into the world and into the universe. But I think that Aaliyah was definitely the artist in my personal opinion that opened the doors and paved the way for a lot of the entertainers that we have out there today. Again, no tea, no shade. I'm just, I'm just keeping it <laughs>
0: that, shimmer. That's shimmer. facts, girl.
1: <laughs> right. Thank you. I'm just keeping it sh- from Shimmer's own point of view, that if it wasn't for Aaliyah, I truly don't think that we would have the Beyonce's. We wouldn't have the Sierra. We wouldn't have the Ashanti. We wouldn't
0: Mm -hmm. have- oh My girl Ashanti.
1: Right. We (laughs) wouldn't have the Britney Spears's. We, We would not have a lot of the artists today if it wasn't for Aaliyah. And I felt like that she paved that way for a lot of these artists that we have now. And I feel like we often don't give flowers to her for that and I also feel like we don't give Prince a lot of the flowers that Prince deserves or even Selena because all three of these artists have paved the way for so many people in in all aspects all over the world but for me personally they've touched me in the sense of um you know uh Selena being a Latina being a woman of color Prince really um really identified with myself with, you know, being authentic and being true to who you are uh, and not really caring about gender identity. And Aaliyah um, was, she really touched me personally about the fact that, you know, just have fun, live your life. And her song, Try Again, is, is my favorite Aaliyah song ever because, you know, oftentimes, like I just spoke about earlier, people are going to knock you down people are gonna hate on you people are gonna say girl you're crazy no, that, ain't, that ain't gonna happen and like she said in her song sometimes you gotta just dust yourself off and try again Ugh,
0: i love that see and i knew i knew all three of your artists were just gonna be you to a t and i 100 percent agree <laughs> i can see where you pull all of those little bits of you from so i love that and it, To be honest, I didn't know that. As a cousin, I feel bad I didn't know that. Like, (laughs) I'm glad that we get to do this, and it's also a way for us to connect, but also so the world gets to, you know, know who you are, like on a deeper level. And yes,
1: I'm, I'm so excited, and I'm just grateful to sit here with you today and just to, you know, be on your beautiful podcast and just to know that like wow, here's my cousin doing this and I'm like, Yes, like <laughs> let's 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 keep the continuation going. Like let's I love that. Like I I'm just sitting here, I'm just over the moon and I'm grateful that I'm able to just talk about all these things.
0: Well I'm super grateful just to have you on and your expertise and I get to share my amazing cousin with the world. So <laughs> I have been beyond grateful to have you on here today. Um, is there anything else that you want the listeners to know or your community to know or any parting words of advice for our guests?
1: Yeah. So, you know, again, just follow your heart, follow your dreams. And especially for the LGBTQIA2 spirit and uh, community and the Uh, Hispanic, Latino, Chicano communities, you know, just be supportive of each other and just show up. And this is for anybody and everybody. We need to just have more grace, have more love. Like, let's be supportive of each other. You know, if someone in your life that you know, that may be questioning their gender and and like might have some questions about that. Instead of like just all of a sudden get upset and and not being supportive, like sit down and have a conversation, show up, be uplifting, be supportive. And, you know, just be who you are. You know, life is too short. People are always not gonna be supportive of many things of what you're doing. But at the end of the day, you just got to just keep on pushing, knocked on those doors every day and just keep on pushing. It's hard. And, you know, li- life is too short to keep sitting in, in, in your pity and to keep sitting in like your negativity mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, I've learned that when you sit in negative feelings every day, it- it's going to keep happening. Those, yeah. those negative thoughts, Are gonna keep happening, and then all of these bad things are gonna, you know, come to the forefront. And sometimes you just gotta step back, reset, re energize, and sometimes you just have to like take time for yourself. Self care is super important, and just reset your mind and just. Be positive. I'm not a firm believer of resolutions, but what I will say is this, is I'm a really big firm believer of tasks and writing down notes. So write down notes in a notebook look at those words like, you know, every week or maybe every month and write down that word that you want to work on, whether it's, it's getting a new car or, you know, saving up for those dream, uh, Air Jordans, <laughs> <laughs> um, or those diamond earrings that you want to buy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, look at those words and, you know, like, like Beyonce says, let's get an information, um, <laughs> put, you know, invest in those things and look at that word and say, yes, I'm going to get that car. Yes, I'm going to buy those shoes. Yes, I'm going to get those diamond earrings. Because if you do, it will happen. Dreams do come true and they will happen. But again, you just have to work hard, show up, do the work. And yeah, and just go about your business and be fabulous It's amazing as always.
0: Oh, I love it. Um,
1: <laughs> and uh. Listeners, today um, on this beautiful podcast from my cousin, Rihanna, I pick you. You can also check me out on Instagram at ShimmerGlitz13, that's S-H-I-M-M-E-R-G-L-I-T-Z-13. I -I I would love to have you follow me, and you can also check me out on KFAI Radio, 90.3 FM, in the Twin Cities, every first and second Thursday of the month on Fresh Fruit and uh, Rep- uh, Fresh Fruit and Reproductions every second Thursday of the month. Fresh Fruit is the longest running LGBTQIA2 show in the nation. And then you can also check me out every single Thursday morning on KFI for my morning show Daybreak with Shimmer. It is a pop culture, lifestyle inspired program from 6am to 8am. You know, we just kiki, have fun, laugh <laughs> it up, giggle and talk everything pop culture and play all of the music. So yeah,
0: well, and I will have all of that information linked for you guys in the description below. So you guys get to experience more of my lovely cousin, hopefully on a every month basis. And I was just super <laughs> honored to have you on here today and just to be able to spread some light about, you know, yourself, what you do in the community and just kind of get to know you a little more, girl. So I loved having you on and being able to share your voice and your energy with the listeners and Hopefully all the listeners that you have too get to hear this and kind of get to know you on a more personal level.
1: Thank you, Rihanna, so much. I just want to say I love you, and I'm so grateful for you. And thank you for your, for this beautiful opportunity. I'm so proud of you. Um, you know, keep doing this. And, you know, I, I'm so grateful that all of the listeners today that tuned in get to hear you and your beautiful dreams. And I hope that everything is great with you. And I'm just so honored. Congratulations. Thank
0: you. Love you. And with that being said, that concludes today's episode of Pick You. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in to today's episode. I can't wait to show you guys what I have in store for you next week. So stay tuned and I love you guys. Bye.